Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is January 22nd. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I gotta say, uh, did not expect the weekend in golf that we got. What what a weekend in golf. The golf delivers. Who cares about football? I was locked <laughs> in today. I watched, a, I watched so much golf for January 21st. I watched, I don't know what, I was up at like 5.30 Eastern. And I couldn't go back to bed. And then I realized, oh, there's good golf on. And I watched like most of the final round. Kind of didn't plan to, plan to watch the last whatever, four holes. And then I watched all night uh, with Nick Dunlap. A great, you know, we talked about it in our schedule for the week. We got a full full plate on our table. There's still stuff going on in Hualeye, I believe. But uh, we have. <laughs> we shouldn't be calling. <laughs> we shouldn't be shortchanging this. Actually. Wait, I think Hualeye's over. Finish? It was a Saturday. The Alker boy won. Oh, he did. He's back for more. Is, is that guys, your one and done pick? New Year, same ass kicker, Stephen Elker. That's where everybody's leading their Monday morning <laughs> golf uh, podcast or article with Stephen Elker, boy, Saturday night. Um, a great, great uh, weekend. You have Roy McElroy winning and kind of not the story, I would say. I mean, uh, definitely maybe not the story. Right, right. I mean, it's, it's a story and, and it's yes. a story, but. The Dunlop, I mean, the first first amateur to win since 1991 on PGA Tour, since Phil Mickelson. I mean, this was incredible. I think the thing that I'm just amazed at is it's not like he stampeded uh, Adam Shank and Tyler Duncan, a couple Boilermakers on the, on the way to the win. He beat Justin Thomas and Sam Burns in the final group. Right. Two perennial top 15 you know justin thomas is one of the best players of the generation sam burns a rider cupper i mean he mm. took it to them it was it was so impressive i mean First, i go ahead I, I don't know where to start I, I don't know where to start with like what the most impressive thing was about it was it the start or was it weathering the storm like it kind of looked like it was gonna get all go off the rails at the beginning of that back nine and it's just then he came down the stretch and just took care of business I mean, okay, so you're going to hear this a billion times. First amateur to win on tour in 33 years uh, since Phil Mickelson, 1991. I believe Scott Verplank was the amateur that preceded him. At the BMW um, Championship, as the broadcast <laughs> yeah. said. Was that not one at Liberty West National? Where was that one? Was that <laughs> not, not the Western Open. The, <laughs> the BMW Playing the hits here early. Hell yeah. Um, uh, so, yes, first amateur to win. Uh, I think thought yeah i don't know what the most impressive i think it is you know he was on 59 watch on saturday that did a lot of the work to get him in this position shot a 60 for me i think it was the near freaking shank on seven out into the middle of the lake middle of the water hazard and you're like all right well there we go it's done he'll get a t4 or t2 but you got sam burns is now in the pole i think i i thought I didn't expect him to just like 
completely be unable to swing after that, but I figured he would just sort of putter along at second place or third place, but he got back on the horse. It was incredible. That for me was most impressive. Yeah. I mean, he even got like a bad break on 15, like that ball hitting the flag and kicking to like 10 feet. That thing probably would have been two or three feet away. I mean, he finished the, I mean, I will say the tee shot on 18 was ugly. (laughs) (laughs) that was just that was just the this ball a no possible way is this ball going anywhere near left swing (laughs) sounds like he thought he was maybe up two well i'm not sure they were aware of cbez yeah cbez didn't he make the putt after the tee shot that may be that may be yeah everybody's all of a sudden like oh shit he's got to make a grind this bar out um well, it's, then, it's, then JT all of a sudden had a chance, like in the fairway, like if he hold out, sure. which was an interesting wrinkle, you know, sure. we've yeah, seen him was, do that before. It was weird that Burns was the one that had absolutely <laughs> zero chance in the final, like eight to 10 minutes after two balls in the water. It was you know, <laughs> just tough, tough, but bad, bad final three holes for Burns, not birdie in the par five. That's like so gettable. And then what's what's more surprising to you? Then an amateur one this week or an amateur one this year on tour or that it's taken this long, 33 years for an amateur to win. What's more surprising or, or shocking to you? Um, I, I think it's, I don't, I guess that the amateur one, I thought this was coming for a while. I remember a few years ago, I wrote in like a, a bold predictions article for like a year that an amateur was going to win in the next three or four years. Like, I feel like I, you know, one of the, the great things about this podcast is that we've been very, very on the record is that there are a handful of the very best players are not playing on the PGA Tour. Yeah. And Nick Dunlop is probably one of the 80 best players in the world without a question right now. Um, and, you know, he's not on the PGA Tour. We'll see what he ends up doing, whether he ends up turning pro What's a bummer? Obviously, he's exempt now they won. He's got his two-year exemption. He's in all the majors for this year. Um, one of he's the bummers... He's in the USAM, anyway. I mean, right? I mean, not all. Yeah. I guess he's not in the... Well, can he, he wouldn't do have the been, PGA if he's an amateur? How does he that He wouldn't work? have been. I, I guess if he turns pro, he could do it. I don't know okay. exactly yeah. how that works. But anyway. the, one of the things that sucks, and this goes back to this whole thing, we've talked about this numerous times, if he turns pro in a... In, a week, he doesn't get the FedEx like Cup points. Yeah. He's back to zero. Like, wait, what? This, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is the guy that you should want into the if he if he decides to turn pro, you should want in your signature events. You should want him in. You know the you should want him in whatever the Aeon Next Five or whatever the hell that is. Oh, we'll wow. see what he ends up doing, but he has full exempt status. He has got an exemption for two years on the PGA tour. Um, and he's without a doubt. I think like we saw it this, this week, he hits it three hits it play long. I saw the ball speed at like 186, 188 this week. So he's got plenty of distance and his wedge play was incredible. And if you hit it 340 yards, you don't really hit anything but wedges. So I think that's the so- thing. The winner's purse was, or the winner's payout was one point five one two million at the American Which, Express. Um, big, big payday for CBS. Yeah, goes down. Yeah, 
Guess Tom, Don Vesivas bleeds down. So nice, nice. Um, Dunlap, like, is evidence of, look, we, we've talked about this forever. Like, younger guys are better, stronger. I mean, this was a venue that suited the 330 wedge, like you just said. Um, but he's evidence of, like, the truism that winning is a skill, right? Like, it's it's hard. It takes a lot yeah. of luck to win amateur events, but you obviously have to be insanely skilled. He's won the junior. He's won the AM. He's now won on tour. He has more PGA Tour wins than Cameron Young, who played in the final group today. With like, obviously, I'm not saying just he's dri- maybe a better just player. Just driving but by, like, just driving by Cameron Young. <laughs> Young's won a lot on the KFT. I know, but it's freaking as Sam Burns has demonstrated. It's freaking hard to win. Winning is a skill, um, and he clearly possesses it. I don't know if you're like too young and dumb to be. It said it's nervous. He said it was nervous. Uh, Brandle was comparing it to a major championship, which I wasn't going to go that far. It feels like, you know, if he's Sunday at a Masters or Pinehurst, maybe it's a little more different than Palm Springs on January 21st. But winning is a skill. They're better than ever. Younger guys are better than ever, which is why I'm a little surprised that it took this long. Like the first thing I thought it was interesting. The first thing he like said or thanked in his post game interview was his sports psychologist. I'm just going to guess that like Phil Mickelson probably didn't have that in 1991. Like it's evolved a lot in all sport, all amateur sports, all amateur, not just golf. So like the guy is, and all of his, like his peer group are ready to rock. He just excels at winning. He's really good at winning that, which is a skill. If you look at his uh, amateur record, his last 12 starts, which includes two PGA Tour starts, he's got five wins. It's crazy. Northeast Am, North-South Am, big big Ams, obviously, US Am, SEC stroke play, and then this. And he's got a couple like seconds in there. He's playing, obviously, great golf. I, it's, I would guess that he's going to number one amateur in the world uh, with the win. I think that how they're weighted, it'll go. It'll go there. Yeah, and you would think this is evidence for the tour or the mules. Like tough, they don't want to like that. I, was, I mean, I was going to say not... the the mules go one for two, and this is about the worst <laughs> thing that could have happened for the mules. <laughs> of. Uh, I mean, product-driven. The MX isn't popping off the page if Sebez wins <laughs> or Hadwin wins again. Michael Kim. Now, all of a sudden, Amex is like one of is like a news story in the middle of the NFL playoff Sunday because of a young, up-and-coming talent. And it's not even like a Tiger talent, but he's hyped. Obviously, he's won a lot. So, oh, they're interviewing Jay Sewell on my my television screen again. Your, He's your got guy. a lot of. Hey, it's ice, his job. He had his it's ice his, cream ready to go. Uh, he had his milkshake. Lee Hodges at the 3M. Uh, he shows up today. That's his job. Whatever. He's recruiting. He's recruiting. How you got to be out there. You got to be how a about, PR. How about Dunlop's parents not being there until today? They flew in this morning. No, well, I mean. Kid's done things in his life. He's won amateurs. It's like, you got to, I don't know, show me through three rounds and I'll get there. And maybe that's why they decided to go. I don't know. Lofty expectations. Um, what else from the Amex? The, any other reactions to, to Dunlap or well, others? What would you do if you're Nick Dunlap? Are you, you turn pro? Um, 
it's got to be a little hard to like go back to college. a spring college <laughs> schedule now and yeah. do these, you know, the invite this and the invite that. You got to be hard. Sewell's trying to get him to come back, you know, Sewell. Is it Sewell or Sewell? I don't know. I think it's Sewell. Sewell. Oh, man. Oh, speaking of seeing well, do you want to hear like the idiot thing that I realized this morning? What? I, you know, for like the last five years of my life, my contacts have been the same prescription, both eye. Mm -hmm. This morning, I, uh, I looked at the boxes that they, my eye doctor puts the, the stickers on them, like right and left. Yeah, I've been wearing my left contact oh, no. and my right eye oh, and my no. right con for like a month. Have you know? Has you? Have you well, I've been off? wondering. Yeah, I've been wondering okay. why, like, they're kind of blurry. <laughs> you could blame this. Did you have a poor round of golf or anything recently? You could blame this, but like so the pro would do that. <laughs> you know, my well, shafts were off. I, I found out the loft. My putter got bent up, or I, I had to learn how to sit right again, or stuff like that. That's why I needed I, I need a coach like Jay Sewell. <laughs> Adidas really did Dunlap dirty with that shirt. I mean, look how they massacred my boy meme. Like, <laughs> oh, that was a disgusting, like, come on. Like, can't making history in that thing. Um, all right. Anything else on Amex? It's a it's well, a what would you do? Win. You're so your turn. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I think so. I, I think it's hard to go back and do the the spring schedule. He's now He's won the U.S. Amateur. Like he's he's won. He's climbed the mountaintop more or less. Does he? Maybe he wants to win a national title with Alabama, or an individual title with Alabama. I I don't know. Like he's won the U.S. Amateur. He's now won on tour. I think you turn pro, but in this day and age, you probably don't. Right with the NIL money and all the guaranteed stuff that's clearly waiting what? for him. He's got tailor made. You know how Adidas much money he's going to make from his uh, endorsement contract. I got it, but why? Why does it matter if it's now or May? What was wasn't Wolf getting paid like five? I think he was getting something like five million a year, um, from TaylorMade when he turned pro. Like you got to turn pro. But why? What's the difference between now and May? Why is the why, money will be right there? Right. If he yeah. wants to try and win something with Alabama, that's, I that's guess, what like, I'm trying I to guess, make the argument. My One of my questions would be, are you exempt into the players? He's got to be, right? He won a freaking PGA Tour event in the calendar year. <laughs> the best would be if, like, you know, whoever. Rod Pamplin, you know, Jerry Kelly, somebody down the line is just getting in. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. no, nope, sorry. Wouldn't surprise not, me. Nothing uh, would surprise me with the he, membership he's organization. It. He's probably it. I don't know. Uh, I think like, I think you set you yourself up. If you turn pro now, you set yourself up. Like they have those sponsors invites for those, uh, for <coughs> the designated events. You're set up for them. Like you're, everybody's going to want the amateur. Yeah. That oh, won. totally. Like, I just think you go now. There's no reason to wait. No reason whatsoever. Go. You go. Yep. Yep. Um, you could I make the President's you. Cup team, you know? That's what everybody's thinking about. Um, He's just on the Walker Cup. I, that's the other thing. He won a Walker he Cup. He complained about I don't St. Know Andrews. What, what's left? Did he? Yeah, I think he was. I think that got overblown from what I understood <laughs> from people on the ground. That was some... Uh, 
kind of Twitter finger, too, too quick trigger on the Twitter or whatever that report was, I think. Uh, it sounded like that. got overblown. But, yeah, he's won a Walker Cup, won a USAM. I guess the Alabama things, the, the milkshakes, hanging out, the, you know, riding the bus. With, you got to go. There's nothing nothing left to do. Um, What else do you have from Amex? You want, you want to do whip around? Dunlap's yeah. a massive story. I don't want to discredit him. Like, clearly a stud. Um, I mean, happy JT, with JT. Yeah. Yeah, he bogeyed two par fives today. He did it in, in the water, water on two par fives, finished two back. I mean, he just looks about, good. How about the second water ball goes in with during the Nick Saban calling and just they don't even acknowledge it. And they're talking all about, you know, mental fortitude and performance. And I think it was mostly about Dunlap. Not, but obviously, Saban has a good relationship with JT. They don't even mention it. It's not even like... What are we talking about? I don't think Saban just, probably wasn't watching. Well, that's, yeah, or on a delay or something. But it seemed like a pretty big moment. He just nuked one into the middle of the hazard. I mean, I kind of liked Brandel in the, bo- in the booth, and I, I, I was all right with it. There, I mean, there's he said some absurd things. Uh, like, not <laughs> talking about, about the angles. golf. He was, yeah, he was. He was horrifying hunting it. No, he was into angles. Well, he was. He was shitting on it earlier. Earlier in the in the tournament, he was shitting on. Oh. Him. <laughs> well, he said it mattered for eighteen. Well, he flip flops on a lot of topics. <laughs> All right. So okay. uh, he, uh, I like. You know what? I realized we've been missing. What is the like the swing stuff? Like Zinger never would break down a golf swing, right? And we I was watching on Friday night. I was like, I was watching reruns this weekend. I was watching the replay because it's on like perfect time right. for West Coast. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, the I was like him. He was he broke down Minwoo's Lee's swing. I thought it was great. Like he explained like this is how he gets all of his power. But this is why he's an average iron player. And it's like, God, we missed that in the booth. Brandel's Brandel's pretty good at that. I, I I mean I know it's a subjective study sometimes, but he he does have a expertise level and the, understanding of that. The other thing about Brandel, and like you know, I obviously disagree with a lot of his opinions. Some of them, not a lot. Yeah. Some of them, yeah. Like I'm, I you know, what Brandel's like great skill is is his ability to explain things, like explain complex things. Um to where you can understand them and like the golf swings, what he's, I think really good at explaining, you know? Yeah. It's hard to probably go to the booth too. I mean, that live from show, they just throw him the football and he can go for five, seven minutes uninterrupted, but it's probably hard to go into the booth and, but they, they juggled it and he did well. He's done the booth before. Um, what do you got from, else? from Amex? We got that. I, I, the Saban calling JT. Uh, I think we should really, Look, this event is pretty ho-hum. It's better than it's been the last two years. I think they really got to lean in the Alcatraz thing. Like, just really just what? make it like a theme park. Make it like a, it has oh. no identity. Who cares? Like, you know, babe, I, I tweeted we should have Ed Harris greeting people as they cross the bridge, put bars up around it. You take a fair, like, just lean into this thing's like has no identity anyways. It's a pro-am. Uh, how about, um, how about Pablo Larata ball? Kind of throwing shade at the low scores, and then bending on, tweeting over the top of them. This is the kind of 
Mid-January. I didn't even see this. Oh, Benny on. Pop Pablo out the ball. He goes, hey, man, it's a pro-am. That's why they're 30 under. Maybe if you try to play better, I look forward to you trying to get, actually make it up to this tour. Like, really popped him hard for 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 taking a shot at the low score. So that's the kind of mid-January beef I love. So lean in the Alcatraz thing. That's that's all I got for Amex. Dunlap was about his best-case scenario for them. Plus Burns and JT. Why was JT in the field? Can you explain that for the audience? For the audience, why would he play uh, this JT, event? JT, I think he played this event. I believe. Um, so this is, you know, listen. This is what creating stakes. Um, and I don't agree with all the stakes of the signature event, but creating qualification and like hard rules is is beneficial to these tournaments. Just like JT was playing down the stretch last year, three M Wyndham. You know, which gave like a lot of pop to those tournaments because he became a big story in a tournament that otherwise would be sleepy. He played this week because he needed to stay in the top 30 to keep his spot in the designated events. One of the d- distinctions of the designated events is we could call it the Thomas Peters rule. Um, if you're in the top 30 of the OWGR, mm-hmm. you get into the, the signature event. Not the, yeah, So he on. was 28th, so he needed to stay up and, and obviously this performance is going to put him up in the rankings a couple spots, I would guess. And he's going to be free and clear for, for the first batch of them. But he looked great. He looked really great. Um, do you want a little toasty tale? Yes. Do I? We had some toasty. Him tossing his glove the other day. Got a lot yeah, of toasty yeah. tales. We toast, posted it to Instagram. Follow the shotgun start Instagram. What, um, what's our toasty tale? Toasty melted down in scoring. Slammed no. the table table and oh, yelled no. at the scoring guy. <laughs> so he's, you know what he was pissed off about? What? That he had to tally it up? He was mad that he had the last tea time two weeks oh. in a row. He's upset about the tea times. The he apparently they 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 had to wait like every hole, every shot, and he just he went off the rails during the round, and that's when he was throwing the club. And, uh, you know, it took him out. Listen, like, you know, it's one of those guys. He's kind of like Draymond where, you know, everybody, everybody should know they can get him out of his game. (laughs) So after the opening round, 66, he shoots 72, 70 miscut. Um, Might be some more toasty tales coming out. Might be some more news about toasty coming out in the, in the coming weeks, but definitely, you know, he's getting more exposure and, uh, you know, Everybody's on the toasty beat right now. So, uh, anyways, if you go off the rails with a little bit with your health, a way to get back on track is drinking your morning daily dose of AG1 uh, by Athletic Greens. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's the point here. That's why for the last year plus now, I've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. And it makes me feel sort of energized, focused. Because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. And I think that's the key. It's basic, it's quick, and then you don't feel like you're chasing everything all day. I was over at our friend's house last night. No bullshit. This is a real life story from the street. I took this person. She expressed interest in it when she saw it at our house once. Um, I took her some travel packs. And now she's fully hooked. Her husband was like, God, you got my wife hooked. Now we're, we're, we're getting this AG1 every week. We get the AG1, our, our friends. 
And she's like, I do feel energized. I feel like boosted in the morning. This is a real life story. Now she's a full blown subscriber. I said, did you use the promo code? Are are we getting credit for this now that you're all in the, in the tribe here with this? I don't know that she did. So if you want to get, uh, get these goodie packs, you get five free travel packs for a free one year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five. You go to drinkag1.com slash shotgun. That's drinkag1.com slash shotgun. You get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus five free travel packs. Are you still going on your AG1? Oh, yeah. I, I fell off the wagon a little bit. Um, I'm back on. Holidays time or what? No, no travel. I, I forgot yeah. the travel packs. And yeah. And then I, I got back on. Now. Yeah. There were three couples at this. I get asked a lot of questions about this. I know. And two of them, I, I'm on it. I am take it. And then the, the husband of the other couple and the, the wife, I took travel packs. So the three out of three families were AG1 households at this get-together last night. Interesting. Uh, anecdotal evidence or anecdotal story from the, uh, from the road. All right. Should we move on? One other thing. Just about this tournament. I know yeah. it's the Pro-Am. You know what caused a lot of problems with Saturday? Uh, what? Nick Dunlop, like, shooting 60, shooting nothing. And, of course, they had, like, one camera on. Oh, that's... that's... <laughs> it's... <laughs> like, think of it... Like, this doesn't... It does, the context of this doesn't work in any other sport. It's like you've got the most... The best story you possibly could get out of this week. And on Saturday, when he makes his big move... There's there's no cameras around. <clears throat> it's yeah, it's it's definitely an issue with coverage. I this is not to applaud or praise the current state or say this is acceptable, but these kids don't know how good they have it now. I mean, like five years ago, the PGA Tour Live it doesn't it barely exist. The ESPN PGA Tour Live they at least take the cameras over. We're watching Cantlay on Thursday and Friday from wherever La Quinta and the others like. You used to have nothing. I know the shot link still stinks for the other courses. It only works kind of on the on the stadium. Uh, it's it's crazy how hard it is to still watch, but how much better it is than like not twenty years ago, like three, four years ago. It's so much better. There's so much more, but it still feels like a long way to go. Which brings us to the European tour this morning. Hey, hold on. One what? other thing. I just pulled this up. Obviously, shot link data is only. You know, only had it on one course that's played twice. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler. Oh, these are round by round. Never mind. I think. What, a yeah. game Never mind. Or something like that? No, no. Okay. I was going to say it was, it was round four. I was going to say he finished T17 despite being third off the tee and fourth approach. But that is just round four. <laughs> just the round four. All right. Speaking of presentation, I got up and watched the uh, DP World Tour this morning. Rory McIlroy wins the Dubai Desert Classic, his fourth victory at that event he won in 2009 as a 19-year-old i wrote about this for the newsletter in the first round of that event he was paired with marco mira who is now 67 years old today he was paired with cameron young who at that time was just a kid rumbling around on the streets of the Bronx when rory was winning in 2009 so this speaks to rory's longevity not just at dubai but throughout his career today was a bit of a pillow fight. I watched, I came in about seven, eight hole. 
He turned it on. Jan stunk. I, I don't want to sound the alarm, but his son, he's had some bad Sundays. The Open. Might be Liverpool. allergic to winning. He won a lot in the KFT, but... <laughs> he won a lot yeah. in college, too. <laughs> yeah, right. But he's had some bad Sundays in the last uh, high-profile situations. He was done and dusted. He was I, he was toast by the I, turn. On the Friday uh, NFL comps, uh, I, I used Justin Herbert as your, as the Cameron Young uh, com- oh, okay. comparison, right. Right. like your your favorite right. stat boys, favorite favorite player, stud, at, you <laughs> but know, just measurables doesn't, are all doesn't there. win yeah. as much as you think they should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always yeah. something else to blame. But that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, he was he was it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, but he was bad. It was a pillow fight over the back I mean, nine. What? He had what a two shot lead going into the day on Rory. It and was, then he had shot seventy three or yeah, four. It was, I remember wasn't a threat. I woke up. I you know ways to make your wife happy is on Sunday. I accidentally my alarm was set. Oh no! Oh, God. <laughs> Can't be doing that. It's terrible. I don't know how it got set. It's like a weekday alarm. What time? What time? It's like six fifty. Not anything okay. crazy. Okay. Um, All right. And uh, it goes off, and and obviously, you know, I'm I'm shook. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going back to sleep at that point after I get right. yelled at. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Um. So I I checked it, and I was like, wait, where did Cameron Young go? He wasn't. Because. <laughs> It was pretty drama free. And Roy talked about that afterwards. He was like, look, this was the opposite of last year where it's like me and Patrick Reed and uh, you know, obviously with the drama between them during the week. Uh, Roy spoke pretty intelligently, it felt like, about, I thought, you know, getting 10 under on the weekend, 10 or 11 under on the weekend would do it. I shot 9 under 63 on Saturday, came out hot in the front nine. And like, I didn't have to do anything because he was not great coming in. Left miss, real thing. Uh, the 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 Euro Tour presentation was fabulous. Wayne Radar Riley, he goes, oh, he's gonna eat on this one. Just let it rip, and then Rory comes and he just tugs one left like sixty yards. And, oh, that might be OB. It's like this is where you'd send it and eat. Tugs one left, OB. It felt like he was prepping for Pinehurst. It was just nothing but waste area sand shots and lag putts all the way in. But he knew what number was out there. What was going to be yield? What you know? What it was going to yield? He kind of felt comfortable. Marunk man made it close for like twenty minutes, and that was it. Nobody, everybody kept giving back shots, and he gets. How about the eighteenth uh, hole? The putt. He just completely lagged that ten footer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had some that great exactly, lags. I feel like that that's time. exactly how like Eddie Eddie mere human at golf would hit that 10 footer when they had two putts to win it was exactly like that yeah yep uh so he he does a celebration on the green look longevity is a thing winning is a skill uh is this the highest stakes for him no not anymore but he's won this event now in a 15 year span he spoke about how cool golf is that he's played with Tom Watson and now he's played with, you know, Rasmus Hoygaard and others that, that this difference in time. And uh, look, he's not played his best these last two weeks, pretty some sloppy mistakes, but he kind of knew what number he needed to get to the today to make it comfortable. And he did. And he goes runner up win to start. 
I think basically since 2009, the only time I believe that he fell outside the top 15 in the world rankings was when he had that ankle from the from the soccer injury. That sounds that sounds I would buy that. That's the thing. He might not win or be in contention as much one year to the next, but like he's not tanking off the rankings ever. I think the thing about it is I think that's super impressive is we've seen other players who are prodigious off the tee lose their stuff or lose their big advantage, right? It, it For everybody in the world, it seems like off the tee play is fleeting. Like you're, you're going to be dominant. You can be dominant for a while, but people are going to catch up and nobody has caught up to him. Nope. He's still like, he's been the best driver of the golf driver. ball for 15 years. I mean, yeah. you could, you could argue DJ Bubba and DJ out. in there, but like, I mean, now we're in this whole new generation of players and he, and, and he's still the best driver of the golf ball. And it's just such a massive advantage. And that, that was like, honestly, like last year watching at LACC him just like 25 past Scotty was like, I was just like, and you see Scotty is like this, this is one of the best drivers of the golf ball in the world. And he can't even keep it in the same zip. So zip code is, is Rory. I, I think like, I mean, honestly, it feels like he, Rory's probably in a pretty good state of mind with, with golf right now after the last couple of years. Um, and now he just kind of, I think he's, he gets to say whatever he wants. Um, to journalists Maybe, say yeah. like seems to be letting it fly a little bit about what he thinks some the way they should be that it doesn't have to be covered up and you know honestly like i think like you he probably wields the most power if he plays the his best golf right is you know if he if he wins five or six times he's gonna have a lot of influence on what happens on the pga tour whether he's on the right. board or not on the board right I don't want to, we don't need to fluff him too much, but I've, what I found kind of impressive is like, he talked about how much he like learns from just a competition still like just, this isn't the masters, not a major. It's like, it's certainly a win that demonstrates his talent and skill and longevity. But he's like, I, I like learned a lot from this week. I get a lot out of these weeks. And I don't know that every pro that's been doing it this long at and has been that good that top like is always maybe it's he's full of it i don't know but it seems pretty like genuine like he's making a note or he's figuring out like look i now i i know exactly what number is going to win on this weekend i just need to get 67 67 on the two week like he really seems to be dialed in and then when you combine that with also the talent the being the 15 years of like learning with also the talent of being the best driver, like you just said, you get a runner-up and a win with kind of his, I don't know, B game or B plus. What, what, yeah. I don't know what you'd grade it. So I think a perfect example of that win, of that learning that you talked about, when he was on yeah. that soccer podcast, um, yeah. one of the things that I thought was the most insightful was him talking about the Masters this year and how he was on the first green and he was looking at Brooks on the ninth tee and he was like 10 back and he was like 
oh, I got to go get it. Like, that was exactly what this tournament was. He was he like 10 up. shots he back. Said that. Oh, he did? He, he said that today in the post. He's like, yeah, I, I've said this before, but I was 10 shots back this weekend. And he brought up the Brooks thing that you're talking about. I, I, see, you got great uh, recall yeah. there. That's a good call. You didn't read the transcript, but you pulled it out from the soccer pod. So, soccer soccer uh, pod. Yeah, I hear big Arsenal. I heard your Arsenal uh, squad. Arsenal boys. I got, got I got to oppose uh, Jamie Weir, you know, since he decided it's to tough, become a Packers break fan. for him with uh, Anders sad, Carlson. Sad day for all the Packers fans. I really feel bad for him. <laughs> oh, I thought now we were I'm going to be Alliance. Now I'm joining the Pride. I got to fight oh, off are. my neighbors. Yeah. You're into the oh, because of the Niners. You're are they bugging you? The Niners fandom around you? They're kind of getting under your skin. I was getting messages that I was I was too dismissive of 49ers fans. Oh, interesting. But I'm I'm just all for the Lions now. Yeah, my my uh, NFC North brethren brethren. You know, the one thing I'll say at last about Rory is it feels like the last two years. I don't know. The, I think the narrative about like him being a spokesman has like d- drained him and distracted him. Like that's like uh, maybe it's true, but the, it seems like Golf Channel's very happy to push that I out think, quickly. I think but, he actually said that it helped him in yeah. some parts. So yes, but I think like his whatever all the other golf non golf stuff has sort of overshadowed how how shadowed how good he's been at golf like all the aggregation and the headlines and the tweets and the Instagram captions are like usually about quotes or or like oh you won't believe this and like he's been a superstar headliner for a lot of non-golf reasons and he's been really good at golf too and I don't know it feels like more of that may balance out this year who knows we'll see so he wins Dubai um, I gotta say, I don't need any grand cover <clears throat> coverage takes, but watching that for a good few hours this morning and then watching tonight and, you know, we like Brandel, we like, you know, uh, um, Terry Gannon's good crew and all that. <sighs> the Euro tour broadcast over here with the world feed is just fabulous for us. Their pace of play, Cam Young and Roy were so fast. They were flying and it just felt like. You, I was trying to do chores and watching this, and it was like shot after shot. I had to keep looking up while doing dishes this morning, and they don't they cut right to commercial, right? There's just a lot less razzmatazz and fluff, and the, the, the American Express this uh, initiative here in the Coachella Valley, like going from breaks. They just go to commercial all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden they're out of it. And here's Rory over putt, and the broad the the coverage. The commentators have a bunch of joie de vivre. It's great. Uh, it just feels a lot faster. It just feels faster. And I tried to watch the golf channel today on the treadmill with the a streaming device, like an iPad. <clears throat> and it's just nonstop playing through. And it goes to full screen when you're streaming. And it just felt like two shots. I, I, this, isn't, this is an old refrain. But for me, the contrast was pretty stark watching the world feed this morning. And, and it's just like a I don't know. It's a way to present the product. It moves faster. It moved a lot faster for me. Well, you just got to hope for that Saudi money to to go to free up some commercial space, maybe. You know, maybe the commercial load changes because of the Saudi money. Maybe that's what we got to root for. Um, uh, Kim, hey. Yeah. Oh, go for it. Kim Young taking a chunk out of that green. You see yeah, that's that? bad. Bad news. Not, not a good look for a son of a club pro. 
uh, the American in Dubai. It sounds like they repaired it eventually, but uh, what else? Go ahead. I, I was going to do a little uh, OWGR update. I okay. saw an article about Neiman, who's like playing all these events in, in hopes of yeah. getting into the Masters. So he finished uh, seventh. Commend him for that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, going out trying to get it. I mean, you know, it sucks that the live season is going to start because he's going to run out of places to to get sure. that. And it's like, I mean, Neiman was in the mix at the Masters in recent memory. You know, yep. he's ob- <laughs> he's one of the best young players in the in the sport. So he's uh, he's up to sixty four. Needs to get into the top fifty. So sixty four in the OWGR. By- like March 31st, basically. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many starts? Where's he going to find that? He won the Aussie. Thing. I think he's going to just keep playing Euro events when uh, when it's not uh, a live event. It's my guess. I mean, like, how many weeks in a row can the... I, I mean, I commend him. He's, it seems like he's just going to be committed to playing a lot of golf in order to do it because he wants to play in the majors. Okay. Interesting. Um, that's all I got. And on J- the JT for that OWGR update. Uh, this is from Nosferatu. Um, as always, What's he going to JT's up to twenty three. Guess what, Nick? Uh, Nick Dunlop is. Is it Dunlop or Dunlap? Dunlap. Keep Dunlop. saying Dunlop. Like I, the I, old, well, the old equipment. You're a Westie. I, you're a Westie. Uh, Westie <laughs> loyalist. With and a woozy. Woozy was <laughs> yeah. a Dunlop guy too. What's he up to? You take a guess. Take a guess. Um, he just went on tour. OWGR? OWGR. Um, like uh, uh, 47th or something. 68th. Okay. Pretty good. You probably a, you probably turn pro and just keep you going. have to turn pro. He's played... I think, let me see how many counting events he has. He played Butterfield and... Uh, let's see. It's not updated on the... Dunlap. I gotta stop saying Dunlop. It's oh, all right. Worst he he has no count. Was. He has no counting events because he's mi- missed the cut in his previous okay. three um, right. starts. Um, so. Elsewhere in golf, are you good? You good on Dubai? You good? Elsewhere yeah. in golf, Lydia Ko wins the LPGA Hilton whatever Grand Vacations Celebrity Classic deal. Uh, great way, great start to the year for the LPGA. I thought. Last year was kind of ho-hum. I mean, we had Rose Zane, we had Lilia Vu, but some of its bona fide stars. Lexi had maybe her worst year ever. Nelly was kind of hurt up and down. Uh, Lydia Ko fell off bad. Uh, we'll see. That's a good, promising start. You'd like to have your stars deliver, and who knows? Maybe she changes coaches now or something, now that she's won. I don't know, but a good start to the year for the LPGA. Uh, you mentioned the Alker boy winning over in Huaylai. So he's back just raking it in, raking it in. Um, and then on the Latin American Amateur Championship, Santiago de Fuenta wins. Clips. He went nuts. Omar Morales was kind of in control the first for yeah. the whole duration of it. Um, and then got clipped on Sunday right, by de Fuenta in Panama. So I think he's the second Mexican to, to win this uh, amateur championship. He'll be at the Masters in whatever, three months from now. So, um, all right. I think that does it for a weekend in golf. You good? Got anything for Sports Minute? No. Cavs are hot right now. Schedule's been favorable. 
Uh, I don't have much for Sports Minute. Do you? Brock Purdy stinks. I was in and out of that. I had uh, games. We were at these friends' house, so I wasn't locked in, like I said. but I've watched a lot of bad quarterback play in my lifetime. That was rough. And then well, he, he the, made the drive. He made the drive yeah. at the end. Like he got it done at the end. But any Niner fan that's like dug in saying he's great court, he was bad. It was bad. It was not that's I've I've literally that's like Caleb Haney shit for three quarters. It was that bad. He was terrible. Um. Uh, okay. All right. I was hoping we were getting playoff Lamar. It was ten ten at half. Everybody was tense. Yeah. You sent close. me that text. I was, I was on a run. You sent me that text about how it's going to be victory Monday. Because the us. Packers and Ravens would go <laughs> down. You got one half of the equation. So, all right. I think that does it for this, uh, this Sunday edition of the shotgun start. Congrats to Nick Dunlop or Dunlap. Uh, Rory, Lydia. Do you think, Dun- Do you think Dunlop's coming, coming through with a big time offer? I mean, it's not how you spell his name, right? They're still in golf. They're still in it. I mean, is Callaway going to sponsor what? what? You know, Dunlop, they're they're owned by the same company that owns Zexio. Really? All these places probably merged to survive in the last... Shrixon, Cleveland, Zexio, and Asics. I the think they could get it done. Yeah. God. Another way. The the difference between the broadcasts. Let's go to the American Express leaderboard presented by the Paradigm AI Smoke by Callaway. Like it was a 15 minute, uh, 15 word leaderboard. AI Smoke Paradigm presented by Callaway American Express leaderboard. So many ads. So everything's just larded up. But whatever, you got to pay the bills. I understand that. So hey, I liked your uh, I liked your tweet about Phil being the last amateur to win on tour <laughs> and never getting a winner's check. He never won. He, he turned that check down and then never won us another dollar again. If you go to the PGA Tour career money list right now, why why does that not exist? I get that he's not on the FedEx Cup list points list. He won money on the PGA Tour. Why is he not on the list? There's plenty of guys who aren't members anymore, right? That are on the list. It's very weird. Anyways, never won. Single cent. All right. That does it for this Sunday edition of the Shotgun We got a Western Open and a career money list rant. And uh, and about whatever, not getting his FedEx Cup points for Dunlap, not getting his, his due. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is Jason Kelsey the thirst bucket of the week? No. Why? <laughs> Don't come at my heights, boy, like that. Cleveland Heights high. He's he's jumping out of he's jumping out of suites at the game. Oh, he is. I've not watched yeah. it on Twitter. Yeah. He's probably he's hanging out with Bill's tailgaters. Really? Yeah. Guy's living it up. I think he's pretty genuine. I don't think he's thirsty. I think that's just how he is. I don't Sewell, know. Sewell's the thirst bucket of the week. <laughs> he is, 
but shit, that's his job. You're out there recruiting. You got a guy who's on your team that's going to win and another alum. I'm like John Calipari, and I'm putting myself in front of the camera. Look at you, all you junior golfers watching this national television broadcast. Come to Alabama. It's a job. They got it was the Alabama recruiting recruiting day. They had Saban on. They bring Saban on. Like they brought Saban. Saban whenever he wasn't in the uh, playoffs would bring Saban on. You know to talk yeah. about how they should be yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean Alabama. They uh, seems like they're getting popped in the portal right now. So, anyways, losing. Some- I'm surprised none of the kids are going to Illinois. They're all going to Ohio State, which is even more peculiar those nil funds or whatever so all right everyone enjoy your sunday we got a wednesday start this week out of tory pines oh we better be what are we gonna do are we recording tomorrow oh are we gonna get the pga show on my flight i've I've been just getting hammered by these max nine cancellations i got Uh, i'm I'm flying through newark again no yeah I do the blocky just there. No. Oh, I think Dunlap, Dunlap might have killed Blocky. That was my other takeaway. Did they play Could, together? What do you mean? I just think that this is the, what we needed is, is a golf consortium, a consortium to get over Blocky. I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Michael Block is an inevitable. <laughs> and little old Nick Dunlap ain't doing shit to stop that. He'll be back at Farmers this week, and something will happen. Um, 72-71-67. There's no way. Cut for he's Block. done. Blocky's done. <laughs> Until the PGA, he's... No. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with you maybe, I don't know, Tuesday at some point. Uh, you're flying my flight all day. Gets it, my flight gets it, allegedly gets in at like 7.15. So. Is that Tuesday PGA. night? Yeah, PGA show, here we come. I can't wait. I can, but we'll 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 I don't know. We'll be back at some point with a Wednesday episode. Talk to you. Maybe then. tomorrow. <laughs>